Hello, my name is Craig Kelly, and this is Common Prayer. Well, thank you so much for ending your week with me here, getting this Friday morning started off right with morning prayer uh, on this September 1st, 2023. Uh, I wanted to say August there for a second. Um, Hard to believe we're into September already. The year will be wrapping up before we know it. Um... But yeah, I just want to welcome you here to this morning prayer service. Uh, For those that are new to this podcast, uh, Common Prayer is a podcast that goes through a practice known as the Daily Office. This is a devotion uh, born out of the English Christian tradition, um, out of the Church of England, uh, when it formed under Archbishop Thomas Cramner back in the 1500s, and it is a liturgy that is said in the morning for morning prayer and in the evening for evening prayer and it's said every day and it is a way of keeping that that rhythm in our worship that that um that format those parameters that that focus um it really helps for uh, especially for people who Maybe their mind wanders when they're trying to do devotions on their own. Maybe, um, you know, maybe they start going on a Bible plan. It's just, you know, you start thinking about, you know, what you have to get at the grocery store, what your to-do list is, or, or your mind just starts wandering or, you know, that sort of thing. So, um, that was certainly the case for me. So, um. Growing up Anglican, I went back to my roots and I rediscovered this practice of daily morning and evening prayer. And I found it was very helpful for me. I mean, I don't even attend an Anglican church right now, but uh, um, just having that that practice of of reciting the liturgy and um, just the beauty of it, you know, just taken right out of Scripture and and just the rhythm the rhythm of it and it just kind of gets me in that right frame of mind um to spend that time in devotion and to have my time in prayer and i thought if it was helpful for me it might be helpful for others so here we are um and i want to thank those of you who have been listening to this podcast uh since it started up a few months back and um, if it has been helpful for you uh, by all means feel free to email me at commonprayer419 at gmail.com and love to hear from you uh, um, any feedback questions prayer requests um, it is all open i'd love to hear from you but for today if you'd like to follow along with this morning prayer service you can do it a couple of ways Uh, I am reading out of the Book of Common Prayer, published in 2019 by the Anglican Church in North America. And if you go to that church's website, which is anglicanchurch, all one word, dot net, and you can click on the Resources tab and look for Book of Common Prayer. Once you uh, click on that, the page that comes up will have links to a lot of the different services out of that prayer book, including morning prayer, evening prayer. Um, And you can follow along that way. You can also go to daily 
office, again, all one word, 2019-2019.com. Uh, make sure you are on morning prayer for September 1st, 2023. And you can just follow right along uh, through the service that way as well. Of course, if you just want to listen and pray along in your heart as I read through the liturgy, you're more than welcome to do that as well. So let's begin with a moment of silence to uh, kind of set the world aside here for a bit and just center our hearts, prepare our hearts for worship. So again, this is morning prayer for Friday, September 1st, 2023. This is the Friday after the 13th Sunday after Pentecost. Uh, And we'll begin with an opening sentence of scripture. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be always acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Dearly beloved, the scriptures teach us to acknowledge our many sins and offenses, not concealing them from our Heavenly Father, but confessing them with humble and obedient hearts, that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. We ought at all times humbly to acknowledge our sins before Almighty God, but especially when we come together in his presence to give thanks for the great benefits we have received at his hands, to declare his most worthy praise, to hear his holy word, and to ask for ourselves and on behalf of others those things which are necessary for our life and our salvation. Therefore, draw near with me to the throne of heavenly grace. Pardon me. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God as we pray together. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done. And we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And apart from your grace, there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent. According to your promises declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of your holy name, Amen. Grant to your faithful people, merciful Lord, pardon and peace, that we may be cleansed from all our sins and serve you with a quiet mind. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. 
Let us say together the Venite. The Venite will begin and end with a responsory. The response is, O come, let us adore him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the depths of the earth, and the heights of the hills are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tested me, and put me to the proof, though they had seen my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, of whom I swore in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. O come, let us adore him. The Psalms appointed for morning prayer for this first day of the month begin with Psalm 1. Blessed is the man who has not walked in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stood in the way of sinners, and has not sat in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law will he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the waterside, that will bring forth its fruit in due season. His leaf also shall not wither, and look, whatever he does, it shall prosper. As for the ungodly, it is not so with them, but they are like the chaff, which the wind scatters away from the face of the earth. Therefore the ungodly shall not be able to stand in the judgment, neither the sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Going on to Psalm 2. Why do the nations so furiously rage together? And why do the peoples devise a vain thing? The kings of the earth stand up, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. Let us break their bonds asunder and cast away their cords from us. He who dwells in heaven shall laugh them to scorn. The Lord shall hold them in derision. Then shall he speak to them in his wrath and terrify them in his great anger. I myself have set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. I will proclaim the decree of the Lord. He said to me, You are my son, this day have I begotten you. 
Ask of me, and I shall give you the nations for your inheritance, and the ends of the earth for your possession. You shall bruise them with a rod of iron, and break them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Be wise now, O you kings. Be warned, you judges of the earth. Serve the Lord in fear, and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the sun, lest he be angry, and you perish in the way, for his wrath is quickly kindled. Blessed are all who put their trust in him. Going on to Psalm 3. Lord, how they are increased who trouble me. Many are those who rise against me. Many there are who say of my soul, There is no help for him in his God. But you, Lord, are my defender. You are my glory, and the one who lifts up my head. I called upon the Lord with my voice, and he heard me from his holy hill. I lay down and slept, and rose up again, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of the people who have set themselves against me round about. Rise up, O Lord, and help me, O my God. For you smite all my enemies on the cheekbone. You have broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongs to the Lord. May your blessing be upon your people. Going on to Psalm 4. Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. You set me free when I was in trouble. Have mercy upon me, and hear my prayer. O you children of men, how long will you blaspheme my honor, and have such pleasure in vanity, and seek after falsehood? Know this also that the Lord has chosen for himself the one that is godly. When I call upon the Lord, he will hear me. Stand in awe and sin not. Commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still. Offer the sacrifice of righteousness and put your trust in the Lord. There are many that say, Who will show us any good? Lord, lift up the light of your countenance upon us. You have put gladness in my heart, more than when others' grain and wine and oil increased. I will lay me down in peace and take my rest. For you, Lord, only make me dwell in safety. Then going on to Psalm 5. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my meditation. O hearken unto the voice of my calling, my King and my God. For unto you will I make my prayer. My voice shall you hear in the morning, O Lord. Early in the morning will I direct my prayer unto you and will look up. For you are not a God who has pleasure in wickedness. Neither shall any evil dwell with you. 
The boastful shall not stand in your sight, for you hate all those who work iniquity. You shall destroy those who speak lies. The Lord will abhor the bloodthirsty and the deceitful. But as for me, through the multitude of your mercies, I will come into your house. And in reverence will I bow myself toward your holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their heart is eaten up with wickedness. Their throat is an open sepulchre. They flatter with their tongue. Declare them guilty, O God. Let them fall because of their own devices. Because of the multitude of their transgressions, cast them out, for they have rebelled against you. But let all those who put their trust in you rejoice. Let them ever give thanks, because you defend them. Those who love your name shall be joyful in you. For you, Lord, will give your blessing unto the righteous. And with your favorable kindness, you will defend him as with a shield. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The first reading is a reading from the second book of Samuel, beginning with the 19th chapter and the first verse. It was told Joab, Behold, the king is weeping and mourning for Absalom. So the victory that day was turned into mourning for all the people, for the people heard that day, The king is grieving for his son. And the people stole into the city that day as people steal in who are ashamed when they flee in battle. The king covered his face, and the king cried out with a loud voice, O oh, my son Absalom! O oh, Absalom, my son, my son! Then Joab came into the house to the king and said, You have today covered with shame the faces of all your servants, who have this day saved your life, and the lives of your sons and your daughters, and the lives of your wives and your concubines, because you love those who hate you, and hate those who love you. For you have made it clear today that commanders and servants are nothing to you. For today I know that if Absalom were alive, and all of us were dead today, then you would be pleased. Now therefore arise, go out, and speak kindly to your servants. For I swear by the Lord, if you do not go, not a man will stay with you this night. And this will be worse for you than all the evil that has come upon you from your youth until now. Then the king arose and took his seat in the gate. And the people were all told, Behold, the king is sitting in the gate. And all the people came before the king. Now Israel had fled every man to his own home. And all the people were arguing throughout all the tribes of Israel, saying, The king delivered us from the hand of our enemies, and saved us from the hands of the Philistines. And now he has fled out of the land from Absalom. But Absalom, whom we anointed over us, is dead in battle. 
Now, therefore, why do you say nothing about bringing the king back? And King David sent this message to Zadok and Abiathar the priests. Say to the elders of Judah, Why should you be the last to bring the king back to his house, when the word of all Israel has come to the king? You are my brothers. You are my bone and my flesh. Why then should you be the last to bring back the king? And say to Amasa, Are you not my bone and my flesh? God do so to me and more also, if you are not commander of my army from now on in place of Joab. And he swayed the heart of all the men of Judah as one man, so that they sent word to the king, Return, both you and all your servants. So the king came back to the Jordan, and Judah came to Gilgal to meet the king and to bring the king over the Jordan. And Shimei, the son of Gera the Benjaminite, from Bechurim, hurried to come down with the men of Judah to meet King David. And with him were a thousand men from Benjamin. And Ziba, the servant of the house of Saul, with his fifteen sons and his twenty servants, rushed down to Jordan before the king, and they crossed the ford to bring over the king's household and to do his pleasure. And Shimei, the son of Gera, fell down before the king, as he was about to cross the Jordan, and said to the king, Let not my lord hold me guilty, or remember how your servant did wrong on the day my lord the king left Jerusalem. Do not let the king take it to heart, for your servant knows that I have sinned. Therefore, behold, I have come this day, the first of all the house of Joseph, to come down to meet my lord the king. Abishai, the son of Zeruiah, answered, Shall not Shimei be put to death for this, because he cursed the Lord's anointed? But David said, What have I to do with you, you sons of Zeruiah, that you should this day be as an adversary to me? Shall anyone be put to death in Israel this day? For do I not know that I am this day king over Israel? And the king said to Shimei, You shall not die. And the king gave him his oath. And Mephibosheth, the son of Saul, came down to meet the king. He had neither taken care of his feet, nor trimmed his beard, nor washed his clothes from the day the king departed until the day he came back in safety. And when he came to Jerusalem to meet the king, the king said to him, Why did you not go with me, Mephibosheth? He answered, My lord, O king, my servant deceived me. For your servant said to him, I will saddle a donkey for myself that I may ride on it and go with the king, for your servant is lame. He has slandered your servant to my lord the king, but my lord the king is like the angel of God. Do therefore what seems good to you. For all my father's house were but men doomed to death before my lord the king, but you set your servant among those who eat at your table. What further right have I then to cry to the king? And the king said to him, Why speak any more of your affairs? I have decided. You and Ziba shall divide the land. And Mephibosheth said to the king, Oh, let him take it all, since my lord the king has come safely home. Now Barzillai the Gileadite had come down from Rogalim, and he went on with the king to the Jordan, 
to escort him over the Jordan. Barzillai was a very aged man, eighty years old. He had provided the king with food while he stayed at Mahanaim, for he was a very wealthy man. And the king said to Barzillai, Come over with me, and I will provide for you with me in Jerusalem. But Barzillai said to the king, How many years have I still to live, that I should go up with the king to Jerusalem? I am this day eighty years old. Can I discern what is pleasant and what is not? Can your servant taste what he eats or what he drinks? Can I still listen to the voice of singing men and singing women? Why then should your servant be an added burden to my lord the king? Your servant will go a little way over the Jordan with the king. Why should the king repay me with such a reward? Please, let your servant return, that I may die in my own city near the grave of my father and my mother. But here is your servant, Chimhem. Let him go over with my lord the king and do for him whatever seems good to you. And the king answered, Chimhem shall go over with me, and I will do for him whatever seems good to you, and all that you desire of me I will do for you. Then all the people went over the Jordan, and the king went over, and the king kissed Barzillai and blessed him, and he returned to his own home. The king went on to Gilgal, and Chimham went on with him. All the people of Judah, and also half the people of Israel, brought the king on his way. Then all the men of Israel came to the king, and said to the king, Why have our brothers, the men of Judah, stolen you away, and brought the king and his household over the Jordan, and all David's men with him? All the men of Judah answered the men of Israel, Because the king is our close relative. Why then are you angry over this matter? Have we eaten at all at the king's expense? Or has he given us any gift? And the men of Israel answered the men of Judah, We have ten shares in the king, and in David also we have more than you. Why then did you despise us? Were we not the first to speak of bringing back our king? But the words of the men of Judah were fiercer than the words of the men of Israel. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say together the Te Deum Laudamus. We praise you, O God. We acclaim you as Lord. All creation worships you, the Father everlasting. To you, all angels, all the powers of heaven, the cherubim and seraphim sing in endless praise. Holy, holy, holy. Lord God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. The glorious company of apostles praise you. The noble fellowship of prophets praise you. The white-robed army of martyrs praise you. Throughout the world, the Holy Church acclaims you. Father of majesty unbounded, your true and only Son, worthy of all praise, and the Holy Spirit, Advocate and Guide. You, Christ, are the King of glory, the Eternal Son of the Father. When you took our flesh to set us free, you humbly chose the virgin's womb. 
you overcame the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people, bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting. Save your people, Lord, and bless your inheritance. Govern and uphold them now and always. Day by day we bless you. We praise your name forever. Keep us today, Lord, from all sin. Have mercy on us, Lord, have mercy. Lord, show us your love and mercy, for we have put our trust in you. In you, Lord, is our hope. Let us never be put to shame. The second lesson is a reading from St. Paul's Epistle to the Ephesians, beginning with the first chapter and the fifteenth verse. For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his great might that he worked in Christ, when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things under his feet, and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us say the Benedictus together. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old, that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, 
and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Let us say the Apostles' Creed together, and proclaim our faith as one as we say, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit, and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again, he ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you, and with your spirit. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show your mercy upon us, and grant us your salvation. O Lord, guide those who govern us, and lead us in the way of justice and truth. Clothe your ministers with righteousness, and let your people sing with joy. O Lord, save your people, and bless your inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. The Collect of the Day for this Friday after the 13th Sunday after Pentecost. Let us pray. Let your continual mercy, O Lord, cleanse and defend your church. And, because it cannot continue in safety without your help, protect and govern it always by your goodness. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A collect for endurance. Let us pray. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, 
may find it none other than the way of life and peace. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. A prayer for mission. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you stretched out your arms of love on the hard wood of the cross, that everyone might come within the reach of your saving embrace. So clothe us in your spirit, that we, reaching forth our hands in love, may bring those who do not know you to the knowledge and love of you. For the honor of your name. Amen. Feel free to pause this podcast now to offer up your own intercessions or petitions before the Lord, whether for yourself or for others. We'll come back together in a moment for the Thanksgiving. Let us thank the Lord for his blessings and the words of the general thanksgiving. Let's pray together. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life. But above all, for your immeasurable love, in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives. By giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will grant their requests. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions, as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth, and in the age to come, life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation, in the church and in Christ Jesus, forever and ever. Amen. That brings us to the end of morning prayer here on this Friday. Thank you again so much for joining me. Uh, I mentioned at the beginning, you can email me if you have any feedback or questions or prayer requests. You can also reach me on X at Common Prayer 419. Um, wherever you're listening to this, whether it be on Spotify or Apple or Google or Amazon, wherever you're catching this, if you can please do me a favor, um, go ahead and, and subscribe to it if you're not already. If you can give it a good rating, five stars hopefully, um, that helps the algorithm know to promote the show more and hopefully more people will... Um, get access to it 
but any help you can give in those areas would be greatly appreciated. Uh, come on back here at 5 p.m. Eastern for evening prayer. Uh, we'll be broadcasting Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. 8 a.m. Eastern morning prayer, 5 p.m. Eastern evening prayer, or close to it. I know sometimes they've had to come out a little bit late due to different issues. But in any case, we'll wrap this up for now. Uh, I'll see you later this afternoon. Again, this has been Common Prayer. My name is Craig Kelly. May God richly bless you, and I will see you next time.